much like Wu-Tang, Kaiju are now very much for the children. Of course, Gamera always was, and a friend to all of them, for sure, but Godzilla has taken that path. It's the late 60s, and Godzilla TV plans have just fallen through. Um, the problem is the complexity of international co-productions. These were to be broadcast in Japan and the US uh, simultaneously. The plan was for a live-action show and a cartoon, you know, for kids. What this showed the Godzilla movie folks is that the target audience is now kids. So Toho met to try and push the franchise in its next direction. Enter longtime Godzilla scriptwriter Sekizawa, um, known as the less political, more fun one. We'll get to that later. He pitched a cheap but child-friendly movie. You see, Toho had no money for monsters, but they wanted the audience. The pitch was a children's family movie that would repurpose the monster scenes from prior films, a clip show of a new rapper, and this meant a very low budget. On September the 10th, 1969, the pitch was approved, and only seven days later, a first draft was written. On October 11th, cameras started rolling, and the film itself, All Monsters Attack, released in the US as Godzilla's Revenge, though Godzilla Teaches Revenge would work as a better title, the film itself released on December 20th. A quick turnaround, and it shows. This is a message movie, a social interest film. It was inspired by a number of contemporary issues or news stories. A kidnapping side plot was supposed to reflect the same spate of child abductions that influenced Kurosawa's masterpiece, High and Low. With the bank robbers who kidnapped the child in the movie, the largest side plot, they were inspired by a notorious 300 million yen robbery of an armoured car, at that point the biggest theft in Japanese history. The wider film was supposed to deal with a specific contemporary issue, and I'll quote Shiro Honda on this. The company wanted a lot of monsters. They told us that they had no money. We decided to take on one of the social problems of the time, the latchkey kid. We set it up that the kid likes monsters, so he pretends and makes it all real in his dreams. This one got to be really popular and made a lot of money. And it's one of my favourites as well. Well, I'm glad you like it, Honda. Um, this may sound like a vague subject, unimportant even, but at this point, it was a serious issue in Japanese society. You see, rising housing costs meant that families were struggling and more women were forced to take jobs outside of the home. At this point, there was not much provision for after-school care. Therefore, the latchkey kid that has to make his own way in dreams of monsters, that's supposed to be a mirror to a lot of the audience at the time. The film is primarily clips from previous movies. The narrative is that our plucky child hero, a little boy in shorts and a yellow cap, that's a Gamera character, is being bullied and learns to stand up for himself. He learns by dreaming of Godzilla and his dreams are clips from the previous movies. Well, not all of them. Um, there is new footage where a shrunk down Minya has to fight a new monster, Gamera, um, fight of this mean monster mirrors our kid standing up to his bully, and thus our kid learns the message of starting fights in the street? It is a movie that is built entirely around moral issues, but that does no actual moralizing. Frankly, it seems misguided and is a complete waste of time. The biographers of Honda hypothesize the name Gabara is a rare political statement from Sekizawa, who usually left politics to the other regular Godzilla writer. Takeshi Kimura. They suggest it derives from Che Guevara, or the German word Gewalt. Now, this isn't a random suggestion, but a guess informed by the popularity of Guevara and the German word among student protesters at the time, 
So student protesters are monsters? God knows. Um, you'll notice the effects in this movie are not great. Um, Godzilla effect wizard to Tsuburaya was away with most of his crew. The best special effects technicians in Japan were working on an audio-visual exhibit for Expo 70. I hope Jiga didn't destroy it. Uh, it was called Birth of the Japanese Islands and used film, mirrors and wider effects to simulate earthquakes and volcanoes. For the first time then, there is a single crew led by Honda working on both the human drama and the monster scenes. Honda, who said he had no idea how to do them, would hand over the effects work to Teriyoshi Nakano, um, the assistant director who would direct those scenes, but Honda would stay, observe and guide. Nakano speaks of his nerves and of being aware that he was known to Superaya, um, taking some of the credit for the film's failings. You may note, eagle-eyed viewers of the credits, I guess, that to Superaya has a credit in the film, but it's mostly honorary, um, though Honda claims he did help to oversee the edit. Gamera Supermonster is very much the Gamera version of this film, though it came out a lot later in 1980. You see, monsters were popular again, and Daiei wanted to make money from this, but they didn't want to spend money on this. Godzilla sequels weren't doing very well, even if the wider genre seemed to be popular. So we have another clip show movie, this time with more commitment to the wraparound story, which is pure madness. Transforming alien women, three of them are helping to save the world. A fake star destroyer sends down a fourth transforming alien woman, and that one wants to kill the other three, so deploys Kaiju against Gamera, who is defending them. It doesn't really even try to make sense. The women are also just humans who do a dance and transform into snazzy outfits. Kind of rules. Um, this film is mostly product placement, and it's just ridiculous, and it's really charming. Um, a new Gamera suit was made but wasn't used in the movie. It was only used in promotional material. In the actual movie, we have a new model instead, which just looks awful. It's kind of green looking and only the mouth moves and it just flaps very vaguely. We have these horrible superimposed effects throughout the movie made with VHS technology. And you know what? Final fact, the movie premiered in the US on MTV. Wild. Let's rank some monsters. There's a truck outside moving a giant recycling. Oh, I hear uh, it. I hear it. I hear yeah. it. So I'm just a. Is it a monster truck? Yeah, uh, effectively. Uh, yeah. Well, the uh, the folks at the office here haven't been here for about two months, so uh, they decided their only priority for the location was to clean out their office and gut it. Uh, you know, landlords. Um, so. This is all I've seen of maintenance is them unloading their truck or recycling. Uh, they're evil, landlords are. Mm. It's the stance oh of the of monsters. On our ranking of monsters, we put landlords near the top. <laughs> they're, now they're backing up back towards the back door back again. Up, back up. Okay. Wait. Welcome to ranking the trucks outside of Calvin's window. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how long they'll be. Now they're lifting it up and inching forward. This could be like a play-by-play -play of the, the truck. Just about outside. to use the exact phrase play-by-play. -play. I think inching forward was just the descriptive touch that they resold it. Um, yeah, we have a, a giant uh, green uh, rectangular uh, uh, trash receptacle um, going up and down. Uh, oh, well, just, just crashed down. They uh, seem to have an issue here. Uh, no, no, now it's rolling along. <laughs> 
just hit a snag. Cameron, do you not want to talk about these movies? Is it almost as if they are terrible? Well, hold on. Um, <laughs> I might I might go outside and watch this truck pull away. <laughs> oh, I'm back. Uh, hello. Yes, uh, hello. Let's talk about all monsters. Hold on, attack. this truck's backing up again. Slash Godzilla's Revenge and Gamera the Space Monster, which seems to be falsely translated into Gamera <laughs> Super Monster. Um, uh, I uh, I watched both of these movies. I watched the Godzilla one, like, uh, what was it, like three weeks ago, two weeks ago? I, uh, yeah. I mean, my, my memories were vague enough walking away from it, and now they're, uh, uh, it's just like ephemera from like a, a series of movies where I've, I've seen all these parts that are now in this movie, and I yeah. can't tell them apart from what was here, I guess. So, my aim on this show is to try not to be a hypocrite. So I'm going to be very careful in the ways I'm going to try and... So there seems to be a strange dichotomy. You'd expect, because these films are both clip shows with nonsense around them, like mm-hmm. like stupid stories that barely cohere. Um, and the Gamma one is even stupider and coheres even less, which I think course, is why I prefer yeah. it, because it, it is just absolute <laughs> nonsense. Um, whereas I think the, the Honda movie actually thinks it's doing something and is legitimately not. I think my problem with All Monsters <laughs> Attack is that it's kind of like a strange remake of um, Yasujiro Ozu's Good Morning. Um, yes. Uh, well, it, maybe it wants to be. It's... Yeah, it definitely wants to be. It very much wants to be like, look at these kids like living out there like with the tracks behind them, shots of like trains, etc. Um, you've got the shots of like industrial like stagnation and pollution that again feels kind of like late period, like mid to late period Ozu, mm-hmm. um, where he starts to like mix in those pillow shots that start to look at like cultural change and encroaching modernity, which is very much the Ozu thing. It's doing that. Um, this was really interesting to read about actually um, because it seems a lot of the Godzilla academics, the people interested in Godzilla, love defending this movie. Um, really, really <laughs> like to. Um, and I keep saying that it's actually great. And I'm like, no, it absolutely sucks. Um, but we have friends who really like it. So I, I will try and give it its due. Sure. Um, uh, so it's uh, around Christmas time. You said about December 20, it comes out yeah. in Japan, yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. means that Japanese it is Christmas. effectively a, a toy movie. I mean, effectively, if you come out around a holiday yeah. season, you're a toy movie. And everything mm. takes place in a kid's imagination. So uh, for me, none of the things that happen in this movie are real besides the bowling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I think it, it, it does go out of its way to make clear. But then that also to me is like, well, what's kind of the point? It's just, it's it's very strange <laughs> to have a film built around like tackling bullies that just like ends up with bullying them back, I guess. Which yeah. I, I, it's like, obviously, obviously, this is, let's get very political. There are times when, you know, actual like taking action and then standing up is very very important um this isn't really one of those times um no. and the way that things are learned is just utterly bewildering um had he had ichiro seen these ichiro's the kid in this case had, had he seen the movies is he remembering God, no. the movies we've I, seen or do they just least, exist in his imagination <laughs> yeah at least in super monster like the kid's a fan of gamera Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's like as usual. Um, I like that, which is weird to me because then when Gamera things start happening again, he's not just like, "Wait a minute, you did this before." Um, like, because I was thinking I watched um, All Monsters Attack again. I did it before. I seen both of these before, um, and I liked Super Monster more than last time. And I, if anything, thought that All Monsters Attack was even worse um, because it's just nothing. Like my theory was because at that point I was like, I like Virus. I like Aaron versus Virus. I think it's a good movie. Um, and I hate Monsters Attack, and they're both clip show films. And my point there was, at that point, the virus is a better job of cont- contextualizing the clips because it's just like, here's some actual 
footage of what Gamera's done in the past so it makes sense. Yeah. Whereas this film's just like, here's some stuff, and it like plays it out oh. as if it is new to the world, um, which is bizarre to me. But then all the monsters, monsters the same thing. all the monsters don't attack either. They're uh, I mean Godzilla doesn't get revenge and the monsters don't attack, so I don't understand either title. Uh, yeah, it's it's clearly called that because Destroyer Monsters was popular and they wanted to imply that it's gonna be a big monster battle royale to get like more kids in seats to sell more things. Like that's I mean there there are like uh, I mean scenes of fights that monsters have had, but there's no um well it's in his imagination, but there's no mm. geography, there's no context. No. So you can't sell action without a geography or context of what's happening around the monsters. Uh, so I can't buy into any of that. I don't see how a kid could. I also think that Gamera clip shows are innately more interesting than Godzilla clip shows because I think clip shows is a good way to ingest Gamera because Gamera is stupid. And like <laughs> I was giggling and laughing along at the Gamera fights. So I'm like, these are ridiculous. Whereas Godzilla was not is not supposed to be like a figure of fun. Like it's a bit campy because of the time. It's not purposeful camp. Like it's not like John Waters going out there making camp. It is accidental camp. Um, but some of the appeal of the Godzilla fights is they're really good. So yeah. just watch them out of context. It actually loses some of their goodness and then they're not as satisfying. Like I was watching the Ibira fight again. I was like, this fight's awesome, but this fight is more awesome in the context of the film. Whereas watching Gamera do nonsense is as fun as watching Gamera do nonsense in any movie. Because, because... you don't need very much context. No, you don't. Uh, there isn't totally a context, don't. actually. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you could ruin the context of Gamera by taking it seriously, I think, or, or yeah. doing... You could make it too serious or make it Godzilla... Uh, the funny thing here, I guess, is that this Godzilla tries to become Gamera in several ways, and uh, this mm. Gamera also has like the the stand figure of a Godzilla that falls over. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 which is which is funny to me. Um, you you noted commentary for it, um, Gamera uh, Super Monster, so I uh, went and just uh, turned on the English setting, and suddenly yeah. I got the commentary instead of the vocal track. So I uh, yeah, I watched um... it through too. Yeah, Richard Pisatari does the um, commentary for this, um, which he's also done one for, as you sent me, for All Monsters Attack, which I have no interest in because he likes that movie. <laughs> and I don't want to hear him like a movie. He yeah, I turned it off very quick. despises this film, um, but is weirdly charmed by it at the same time. I also watched the the Arrow intro to this, which was hilarious. Um, so August Ragone, or Ragone, I can't remember how it's pronounced, um, he does the intro and gives a little bit of background, which is hilarious because then the next commentary starts with, there is no influence. It was like, mate, I just watched a five-minute video about the background. You can find out stuff. It's there. It exists. Um, so he talks about like the references in it, um, Jaws, Star Wars, Shade, and then goes into the stuff that I talked about in, in, in the intro primarily um, and about the title, etc., etc. But he spends most of the intro just saying the movie's terrible and just like saying how much he hates it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Which... uh, Richard Pisteri also focuses very... Uh... Uh, singularly on like uh, synthesizers and keyboards in Japan. Yeah. Um, anytime a keyboard shows up, he gives you all like the technical, uh, like Yamaha introduced this in the seventies and this is the artist that played on it. And this is how it sounds and why it's different. And was it actually made for home use? I mean, yeah. uh, wow. A friend of the show, Matt, um, and, and, and good friend to both of us. One of the best guys, one of the best guys yeah, out there. Um, love Matt. He, he introduces this commentary because he just like chucked it on because he was not very compelled by the movie. And he makes the point because, you know, everybody out there being like, you don't like the movie, you just have the commentary. But as Matt said very, very well, is that the commentary is not charming in of itself. It helps to highlight and accentuates the charms of the movie. It's well, very good at drawing attention to why the film is fun. Uh, it's like watching it with a friend 
or like watching it for a second time and realizing like actually the first one was like what is this and i was like ah this film's kind of stupid i kind of like it there's also the fact that like the um i mean the other movie we're covering has commentary by the same guy and i i mean i i watched like 10 minutes of it. it's not charming he actually likes mm-hmm. that movie and yeah. it does nothing for me to improve that movie because i think it's a bad movie i mean i don't i'm not attracted to uh, the things in the movie in a way that i care more about what I, anyone would think about them no i i, I find no interest because I, I watch all monsters attack and i know exactly why that exists and like i can read the context about like in a bad situation they made the move they could i'm like yeah but i don't care you didn't have to make it that's what it goes down to it's like it like i read that and like part of me has been like oh you know they don't have much money they do what they can i'm like yeah but you didn't have to make a film like right. you don't have the money to make a film don't make a goddamn film like it's just a marketing exercise and like them being like, we managed to get it made. Like, well, you shouldn't have made it. Like, it absolutely <laughs> sucks. Like, you don't need to make this. Do you um, think, why Why do you feel Honda likes it? Because it made money because it's a summary of the films that he inspired by making Godzilla? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good question. I think genuinely he thinks that it is like of social worth. We know that okay. Honda is quite a, a, comes across in his art as quite a i dare i say naive humanitarian um who has some like broad like humanist beliefs yeah. that come across quite naively especially the un stuff we've we've talked about before um but he does have this pervasive humanism and i think that he looks at this film and he goes that's kind of cute it's about the kids i like the kids latchkey kids are an issue it feels like he generally cares about that yeah. and he feels that putting it on screen is important and enough and I feel like he doesn't care if it makes no sense. He's like, it's for kids. And we spoke about this. I really hate that as an impulse being like, ah, it's for kids. He really cares. Like, no, like treat. That's why that stuff gets made is because we don't yeah. think highly enough for children. It's why and, obviously there's some stuff about Kurosami that sounds gross, but it's why Kurosami's stuff, stuff is so good because he invests in taking children seriously and like speaks them on their level uh, and about their issues. Children can be so important. Like uh, I was just listening to your interview with Fru about like turning red and thinking about like mm. you make a smart movie for a child, then once they're an adult, they could uh, you know they could be like, oh, that's more important to me now. I could reflect on my childhood and see my parents in it. It's it's valuable to make good kids movies yeah. for all ages. Uh, that's a great point. A, de- a depressing thing that like keeps this is very like low key depressing is like when you go. I watched that movie as a kid. I bet I wouldn't like it now. And it's a shame when we, when we have those things of being like that you do age out of stuff. Where are there some films you're like, oh, that 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 was just just was great. Um, <laughs> I'm, so. a, I'm more suspicious of teenage Calvin than I am young Calvin. I think like the mm. five to 10 Calvin, I generally agree with, but like the 11 to uh, 16 Calvin, I'm like, uh, you know, uh, that's... Uh, Dare I say five to 10 Calvin wasn't watching that much challenging cinema. <laughs> maybe that's also um, part of it. Yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe it wasn't divisive. Maybe it's just everything I saw was, you know, in line with, yeah. you know, uh, the, the classics. I did see Godzilla at that point. At some, somehow Ooh. I did see a, I, I, cool. I at a friend's house. I don't know what ones. Yeah. I, I know I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but it does set like a guideline for what you're going to care about. I, mm. And, you know, you pick two or three things out of your teenage years and then, Maybe it's better abandoning the things you cared too much about. If you're a young man, I think especially you, uh, hopefully you grow into a, a maturity that's different than the messaging you're given as a young boy yeah, in America, yeah. especially. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, also just uh, recognizing that bit, like the latchkey kids and, you know, what it is like to like, kind of run around just unwatched as a kid. Uh, uh, 
I, I don't know that what bit's kind of does. interesting to me because like, like I, I I did like read that quote from him where he was just like I'm focusing the socialist the latchkey kid and I was like dude whatever like who cares I was yeah. like what your issue is that women are working now was my first thought and okay. then I read a bit more and I was like okay okay there, there is actually a wider social context here that is, is actually interesting it isn't just him being like oh no women are working and that's bad because that was my that was my theory because it's like there's a, like absentee father kind of like working mum kind of thing and I was like oh, this movie seems like oh what? but no it's it seems like it is reflecting something i mean yeah once you become a parent you realize like the the world's not quite designed for women and men to both work um yeah you realize the school hours are different than the working hours and how fucked all that is uh i I mean you don't want teachers to work like indefinitely into the night you know prepping their stuff after school but uh you realize that the world's not designed for two parents to work and have a kid no 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 very, very much not um so yeah i mean that that that's kind of a monster's attack it's just the new stuff is is not very good the monster look, looks horrible um the fights from the old stuff don't really work and like that whole like teaching thing i yeah. this movie makes an example why people hate minya i hate minya in this movie um, but, um i'm indifferent i i like minya too much to hate minya <laughs> I maybe you maybe that. you hate him because you love him because you, yeah, you have I so much so. love for him like, you have a capacity yeah. to hate him i'm like what have you done to minya why have you done <laughs> like this fair uh, i mean minya and the kid are really the subject it's not godzilla revenge i think it's minya revenge at, at best yeah uh, kid the revenge. kid and minya's revenge the kid <laughs> lone, lone minya and the cub revenge <laughs> that would be the yeah that would be yeah. the better label for this yeah, lone uh, minya and the cub there you go we've we've, we've punched it up um i really like gamma super monster um let's just talk about the, the ludicrousness of this film which okay. i think is why it appeals to me like as as an artifact I, I feel like i'm at that stage where some films i like because they are kind of like of academic interest not in like it's political or like philosophical but just like as a weird artifact that exists in the world that's yeah. fun to think about so the fact this starts with just like seemingly b-roll of a science fiction movie that's a ripoff of star wars which has like the most like detailed model in the rest of the film to the extent that the commentary guy and i agree is suspicious that it was actually made for the film like where's this footage from what is there's, this there's quite a few things in it where it <laughs> seems like the components are for another thing uh mm. Yeah, I think that's fair to say that uh, you've got that shot of the jet fighters where you're like, oh, this is great B-roll of jet fighters. And it's like these are terrible models of jet yeah. fighters. Oh, it, it's kind of charming. I kind of like it. It is a charming film because I think it puts a lot more into the wraparound, even if it doesn't make sense yeah. with the with the good and bad space women and and what they're trying to do. I don't think it. I mean, not logically, I can't like coherently say what this movie's about and what it's doing. It's just fun. <laughs> There are ways that it commits to its budget, which I don't think is true of a monster's attack. Like the ways sure. I'll say that of like we have people and we can't afford costuming, really. We can't afford like makeup. Um, so we're gonna be it there in, in disguise, and they just the whole point is they look like normal women. And that means that they have like ear transponders and they have like teleporting devices. Teleporting devices it just coincidentally look just like wristwatches got you there and the ear things are just earrings and like those little touches and in the same way that all the major technology is like yamaha electric organ powered because it just seems someone's got a lot of yamaha electric organs so in the van there's one in the house there's like three and they can also like conjure up just like windows on the wall when you can see gamera doing stuff mm-hmm. it again it goes back to it being eminently charming it is a uh, a nice little movie. It's uh, pretty much the same as the uh, Robert Altman movie I just saw, Thieves Like Us, where Coca-Cola oh, yeah. is in every other scene. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, product placement. Uh, an Altman like clip Elvis show well, would be good. Like, like the uh, Elvis, movie. Uh, Elvis is a clip show. Uh, there's no original stuff yeah. it's pulling from, but the the movie's a clip show of it, its own material. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I yeah, I'm on record. I I like Hammersmith Monster. It turns out like it 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 is that kind of classic thing. And even the guy in the commentary talks about it of like it's like how do you judge a film and do you judge films on the same level? And realistically, mm-hmm. you should not. Like it's 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 not in quotes well made, but the older I get, the more I watch, the more I rebel against the unified language of cinema, and the more I find it more interesting films that kind of like diverge from unified cinema language, um, because like things are only good realistically because what we are used to them being, and because they can form expectations. And this film existing outside of that, and this film just like trying and like and, and doing something, and like it doesn't feel obnoxious in the and yeah. like condescending in the way that All Monsters Attack does. It just feels silly and like childish. There's a bit in the commentary where I was just like, mate, what are you talking about? Where he was being like, why is this comic book here? Because kids read comic books. That's why the kid's reading a comic uh, book. Because it's a yes. child. Like it, got, it does get a bit cinema since being like, this kid's reading a book. That's not in the plot. No, kids like comic books. Leave the kid alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the criticism's hypercritical and maybe... Um, misunderstanding of like what the film's intentions are mm. but I think it uh, does make it more endearing to kind of yeah. lens in on like uh, you know when the it's like a kind of mystery science theater kind of thing where it's uh, he's you know like oh the the animated space train comes into the frame I hope it takes me away from this movie she uh, makes like, that shape like three times yeah several times he just wants to be taken away and he regrets doing this commentary yeah. but uh, that makes it fun for me i like the animated sequences clearly they're stolen art from somewhere else like they are there <laughs> i are, wonder where but... kind of fun like that's this film is an oddity in the same way that um like the um Godzilla is like an oddity um but this is more watchable yeah um than Godzilla because Godzilla is genuinely unwatchable um and I don't know, it it, it, it it goes for something like very, very big. There's not much to say about either of these films, I'll be honest. Oh. They're very hard to rank, <laughs> um, but I guess I, we'll have a go at it. I like the idea that, um, wow, the Godzilla's a clip show. I think the Gamera is kind of a, it, it's a clip show plus. Like it's clips from everything else they had at their studio too. Uh, they're they're yeah. clipping material from things that they don't even, they haven't used before, like other people's you movies. Have, <laughs> do you have the, um, now that's what I call music, compilation <laughs> albums in the US? Oh yeah, yeah. We have so I feel yeah, like, all 50 of them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. so All Monsters Attack is greatest hits of Godzilla and this is now that's what I call Deo Studios <laughs> it's like I don't know we've got some animation we were making a fake Star Wars movie didn't go yeah. anywhere here it is I want to see Deo's a fake Star, Star Wars <laughs> I wish I, I wish they had their fake Star Wars and they made it but uh, um, yeah, yeah. it's always a Turkish Star Wars which is yeah we wonderful. do have Turkish Star Wars uh, we'll always have Turkish Star Wars and I'm sure Jack has seen like several other different nationality Star Wars that he could tell us about at any point um, I, do, I like the ship I like how Rand it is i like how random most of the movie is uh, I, I like the main um female lead i think she's actually very good um and the kid's fine i find i find the kid quite annoying in yeah. um all monsters attack too annoying, the kid in this yeah. one is, is 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 pretty fun like he can play a, a electric organ like the best of them um yeah yeah he's so I good at electric organ and it, it, com- it uh and it brings up images of gamera so they could yeah. examine him when you play the electric organ <laughs> I do like that the commentary brings attention to like the weird like pseudo incest storyline yeah. where like the yeah. kid just is determined to call these women his sister. And then most of the movie is just like random adult women just 
I don't want to say grooming, but just yes. like making yes. this kid hang out with them whilst he calls them sister, and then, but also kind of flirts with them. The ending's kind of she becomes the sister, like he gets the yeah, he, he gets, gets what his he wanted. Fantasy. Turns yeah. out that his dad's away and he wants a sister. It just it just tries to it just tries to just throw some stuff. Ah, you know, I just can't hate it. It's just yeah. I enjoyed it more the second time. The first time I was just like, what is this? What is it like this? Eh? Yeah. And this time I'm like, yeah, this is absolute nonsense. I'm here for it. Absolutely I, here for it. I think I'm more indifferent than you, but I, I'm strictly anti uh, all my monsters yeah. attack. So I think that's a fair place to Absolutely. be. Absolutely sucks. Um, so let's let's place these attacking monsters then first. All right. Uh, do you have uh, the list up here? I've got it up on mine. I will send okay. it to you. Um, do, do, do. Wait, that's the wrong list. Oh. That's my that's my list of Godzilla movies. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's my personal uh, list. Um, I just almost posted monsters. it in the main Discord by mistake. Oh, uh, I get it here. Um, Bam. Or should I just read like a, a top 10 here? Or a... Yeah, it's worth reading the top 10 because we're not going to hear them again. So, uh, How far should I go? Top 10? That seems reasonable. Yeah. A listener. Yeah, okay. Uh, number one, Godzilla 1954. Uh, yes. Classic movie. Uh, feels like it's been a while. I was thinking of revisiting it soon. Mm. Um, maybe sometime in the show we could revisit a few of the key movies as yeah, well um, nice, when we're capping things off like the series um yeah. uh, two gamera vs giron uh classic movie. movie fantastic uh three madra vs godzilla really good movie. love that madra four destroy all monsters so many monsters you won't believe how many monsters are in this and uh more accurate in the title than attack mm. all the monsters uh, all the monsters do all the different things uh five son of godzilla Keep uh, fine. Uh, six, the X Matter Space, a bad movie. North space. Uh, seven, Big Man Japan. Ben uh, likes it. Ben likes it. Yes. <laughs> Ever a horror of the deep. Ben likes it. Ben likes and it. So it's good. I. Yes. <laughs> Nine, the host. Vaughn likes it. And, yep, and so do we. Um, Gamera, the giant monster. I like yeah, it. Number ten. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I, I genuinely, Super Monster reminds me of the first Gamera in that it yeah. doesn't really make sense and it's just alluding to stuff. <laughs> whereas the middle Gameras are definitely their own thing. Whereas like these these wraparound show films, because this is the end of the show era for for Gamera. Um, we're okay. not at the end of it for Godzilla yet. So this is the end. Then our next our next three Gamera movies are very highly acclaimed. I'm so um, excited. Among kaiju fans, the the High Side trilogy is. Is, is really impressive. One and three are actually quite outstanding. Um, two is fine. And okay. the last movie, our friends really, really love, and I okay. think it's fine. Jack also <laughs> thought it was fine, and then okay. we watched it recently and loves it also. So I'm, oh. I'm ready to love that again. Um, hopefully I will. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't love uh, hard sci-fi. So for me, like these kind of like scrambled... Uh, random sci-fi so it don't make sense it's, it's easier for me to deal with than like uh ad astra or something yeah well it's because ad astra sucks well, um, yeah i should revisit it too and lower that score but yeah James i mean i can, Gray, I can do my, i can do, i can do my ad astra bit if you want my prepared ad astra bit so ad astra is the story of dad astra who is sad astra uh, because he can't be a bad astra <laughs> <laughs> so he goes ad astra and the result is is a bad astra yeah uh i I enjoy that bit so uh, you'd hopefully rad astra but no (laughs) sad dad astra 
bad sad dad astra. Astra. Uh, I, just, I hate sad dad cinema. Sad space dad cinema is like my least favorite. As, that, a, as um, a sad dad, I don't, I don't mind. Oh, the goddamn sad space dads. I hate the sad space dads. <laughs> um, I, I feel like dads don't need that kind of uh, sympathy from cinema. I don't need that. You know, like Geostorm is just like, let's just, oh, more. Like, even that was a sad space dad movie. I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> You know what makes me a sad space dad is bad Godzilla movies. Yeah. Um, all right. Is All Monsters Attack better than the American butchering of Godzilla? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's hard. Uh, raids again, we're talking about? What no, I'm we talking about, about Godzilla, what's... King okay. of the Monsters. King of the Monsters, the 2019 one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's close, I think. I think it's fair to go that far down the list, which is 31 deep. Um, I, I, we could place it around there to start. All Monsters Attack goes... Uh, what do you think about the ones around it? Let's just keep looking around that and seeing. Uh, Varan after that? At least Varan's... A, Varan is a better new monster than Gabra is. Gabra's okay, though. No, Gabra's not okay. Gabra I mean, I mean next to Varan... Varan's kind of a nothing too. Varan can fly. Varan's got that cool, like jumpy thing. At least the, visually, Varan's more interesting. If if you're nothing and you could fly, maybe that's better. Um, All monsters attack. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's a kaiju movie. <laughs> I think it's. I yeah. think the kaiju movie part of it is imagined. I don't think it's real in the universe. And I don't think that that lowers the stakes so much yeah. that I don't think I care about anything that happens. Uh, I I vote we put it second to last ahead yeah. of the American crime. Um, below Varen, because at least you're right, Varen is a kaiju movie. It's the most boring pedestrian kaiju movie, but it, it exists. Okay, so we're putting it below uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters 2019 and above of King Godzilla. of the Monsters. King of the Monsters, that's my mark. Um, yeah. <sighs> um, maybe if it had an exclamation mark, do you think yeah. it would be better or worse? I'll attack I think the monsters. Be, I think it'd be better. All the monsters. Actually, I think it'd be worse. It like fits in with that vibe that already goddamn annoys me. At so. least it would be a signal that. It's not to be trusted. Super Monster. Now. Uh, that's harder. It's above it's above Mysterians. Mm, let me think about that. Okay. Uh, so you want to start around Mysterians. That's like 28 yeah. in. That's it's pretty deep in uh, yeah. for a movie that you uh, profess to like. Oh, I want to I want to keep this going up higher. Don't get okay. me wrong. I'm, I'm starting um, it low to, to show how many films it's going to just destroy. <laughs> well, let's start it. Yeah. Let's start it above Mysterians. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, and I can move it above Raids again because Raids yeah, again sucks and this is fun. Um, Great War Yoko Guardians. War Guardians. It's not really a, a kaiju movie. No, is Gamera is... Super Monster? I say shush. Don't ask me that question yet. <laughs> uh, above Atragon, I think that's that's fine. Yeah. Um, both They're both just absolute nonsense movies. This is a more fun nonsense. Okay. Above Gamera Baragon. That, that makes sense. It's easy. Better Gamera movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a it's a better it's got it's got the good bits of Baragon in it. So yeah, uh, I'm stuck on Yon Gary, but uh, I don't like Yon Gary either. Yon Gary is just like eh. I guess I like Gamera Super Monster is an eh. Uh, how about a good movie, Gamera vs Chaos? I really, for personal reasons, want to put Gamera Super Monster above Gamera vs Chaos. Uh, we can, but I think that might be about as high as I could let it go. Uh, so you're, you you're saying that? you want to put Cloverfield 
Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay. Cloverfield's fun. I'd rather watch Cloverfield again right now if I could. Cloverfield's a more interesting, like kaiju movie. Gamma Receive Monster is. I like that it's not like crazy low on the list because it's such a it's it's a weird oddity that reminds you of the stupidity of the genre and the depths of the stupidity it can go to, which I think any list of kaiju should should represent that. Kaiju's not just monsters; it's about dumb science fiction movies that don't even make sense and are not trying to. I think I. I like it less than you. I still admire it as that kind mm. of odyssey where the uh, commentary, watching it that way, was. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I was smiling half the movie. So uh, I just really want to know if Ben is listening. So I really want to put it above Gamma versus Chaos. Um, <laughs> just personally. Okay. Uh, just the things the guy says. Like uh, there's uh, the bad special effects. He's like, just talk about the orange blur that's on the screen. That's good. <laughs> uh, blur for a while. Oh. And it's got yeah. the best scenes from Gales in it. You want to watch good bits of Gales? They're in the movie. Uh, uh, he says things like, I also feel so- something bad is about to happen. More bad special effects. <laughs> That's one of my favorite quotes. Um, there must be a better way to analyze this scene, but not in this commentary. Those are kind of <laughs> yeah, that I was great way. He just starts refusing to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Just don't get involved. I like his yeah. process. Uh, and he likes to just give like frequent warnings about how turtles can give salmonella. He really, really cares about he's, that. He's probably correct though. Like uh, the kid goes into there and it's like just the turtles in the water with all its droppings and the, the woman just holds it in front of his face. He's like... Uh, uh, he puts on the alarm and then does the salmonella warning. That's hilarious. But, uh... You know what else rules about this movie is that the monsters have title cards. At least they give back <laughs> to the old footage. They're just like, bam, this monster. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I feel like if I walked away from All Monsters Attack and I hadn't seen those other movies, I'd be so deeply confused about if I should watch them. I think uh, mm. at least with this one, I'd be like, yeah, I want to see more of Gamera. I want to see what's yeah. going on in that universe that, that led like, it to what, this. You could show, at this point, you're like, what movies do these clips come from? <laughs> this doesn't even make any sense at all. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I feel good about where it's at. Uh, I think it, I think it did need to be below Cloverfield. That I think that's fair. Cloverfield's fine, inventive that's fine. and that's fine. good. Um, it's below Diamogen, Frankenstein conquers the world. Uh, it's below some good stuff than Jagger. So, uh, uh, Jagger gets some good moments here. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do we have uh, next up on the show? Um, I really want to do um, Godzilla vs. Hedera. Okay. That's one I'm um, very looking forward to. I couldn't couldn't love it any more than I do. And oh, I think cool. we, should, we should get Jack back for that. Oh, yeah. Let's get Jack on. And what are you pairing that with? Another Godzilla? Um, I mean, there are two Godzilla hetero shorts we could talk about or we could have the extra matter space sequel oh <laughs> <gasps> yes can we do that let's yes get, let's yeah. do that let's get jack on for hetero plus uh, yeah hetero plus x attacks <laughs> the g7 summit or whatever it's called which i think is maybe the name of that movie and we don't even have to take as long as a break i think I, we both had a lot going on this yeah, summer yeah, yeah, and yeah. uh um the show oh, will I'll get wa- more regular again yeah um i'll watch hetero like happen generally these two movies i was just like i just don't want to like there are so many movies in the world i had not watched it's not like an active waste of time to watch and research these films i think it's good is it's just awesome it's good that we have these on the list so uh because yeah. these are on the list hetero will feel even higher uh, what if you and extra it? matter space too i'm actually excited about yeah, despite really excited. being a, a constant uh nag about uh really I, it's about just that. i thought that movie was fine i you know uh, maybe this will be more fun. I watched it twice in a row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
all right well uh, we'll be back with that and uh check okay. out our other podcasts on the twin geeks uh, yeah go to the twin geeks and go to podcasts and there's just everything yeah um, just it's hard not to find. It's hard not to find. We we leave the plugging to Murph nowadays. Yeah. So just don't just skip to the end of the Daydream cast. Listen to all of it because it's beautiful. But um, especially to the end where Murph will just like promote our shows. So thank you, Murph. And plus, uh, I mean, we never know what's coming. Uh, this is coming out a week from when we're recording. Uh, we yeah. might have ten new podcasts by then. Yeah. Uh, Schedules are difficult, you know. Yeah. There. Um, uh, the stuff coming up with Pluribus. There's more stuff coming up with Ben. Uh, it could not be a better time to be wanting to listen to our voices. Yeah, I mean, I, like we say, just try to avoid our podcast. You can't. Mm, you can't avoid yeah, our right. content. We're the Matt Farley of podcasting now. And we, we write a Matt lot. Matt Farley too. is the Matt Farley of podcasting. Yeah, maybe the Matt Farley is the, the Twin Geeks. Of, of, no, he, he came first. Yeah. 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 Ranking the Farley. I, I put Matt top. Yeah, I, I do too. Out, out of all the Farleys that, that yeah. are and out I put, there. Then I put Farley's Rusks a second. I don't I put like a Farley's Rusk. <laughs> If I was a baby, if I was a baby, I'd enjoy a Fowley's room. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks so much, okay. Stephen. And uh, absolute pleasure as always. We have an outro for the show. Yeah. Um, I'm something about we should not try to, we should stop war and traffic jams. We should just play the Whoa, theme camera. song for, we should just play a theme song for all monsters attack. Get out no, of we should, oh, my God. oh, yeah. Okay. Here's another thing. What last minute thing. So, yes. Um, Almost Attack has a new future at the beginning, sung by the kid for the movie, and it's awful. It's just like eagerly <laughs> terrible. Yes. Um, Gamera Super Monster has a recur- has the theme tune played differently, and then you realize the kid wrote it in the movie. Man, yeah. how mind bending! And you know what? It's a bop. He plays it like three times. He plays it to his space lady friends when he breaks into their house <laughs> because their pet shop is closed. <laughs> what a great movie. Uh, the only thing I like about the Godzilla one is that just randomly, like in the middle, the kid's like, and oh, humanity oh, is the real God evil. Dear. You know? Yeah. Uh, he breaks into like a social message about how humans are the actual evil uh, of the Definitely world. We should bully the bullies. Bully the bullies. Hashtag bully the bullies. Bully the bullies. <laughs> Go befriend some friendly space ladies that live in like a dog box. Yeah. And uh, a here's kid and the carrier kind of thing. Wonderful. Wonderful. Here's the theme for Mothra because we're not really going to play that. Uh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Hey. Yeah.